the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. So we're going to get an understand. Let's go to the next slide. The understanding that of today. Now this is going to be a two-message uh, uh, series. I should, should be able to finish it next, next Sunday. Amen. Understanding of today. How do we know the Holy Spirit is operating in our life? Saints, this is going to bless us. How do we know the Holy Spirit is operating in our life? What thoughts and lifestyle changes need to happen to keep us in line with Jesus and the working of the Holy Spirit? What thoughts and lifestyle changes need to happen to keep us in line with Jesus and the working of the Holy Spirit? Amen? One of the things that we have to understand and know is that in John chapter 14, 15 through 16, it describes the Holy Spirit as our helper and that he will not leave us, all right? He, the, the Holy Spirit will help us. He will work with us if we are willing to help ourselves, amen? Because the thing is, you can quench and grieve the Holy Spirit. So this Holy Spirit is here to help us. Help us do what? He, he's there. The Holy Spirit is there to help us reach another level in Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is there to help us to reach a, a, a place in Christ and keep reaching a place higher and higher in Jesus Christ. He, it is there to help us operate in power. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. So, it is our helper. All right? And uh, Satan doesn't want the transforming power of the Holy Spirit to work in our life. I want you to understand this today, that the Satan doesn't want the power of the Holy Spirit to work in our life at all. So that's why he will continually try to keep us in sin. He will try to continually um, um, rise up the desire in our flesh by putting things in our eyes and what we see and what we hear, uh, what so-and-so said, what so-and-so did, what we see over here, what we see over there, of what happened, of the things we like to do or used to do. So he keeps throwing these things on our face. Why? Because he doesn't want the power of the Holy Spirit to truly work in our life. Because he knows if we continue in sin, the Holy Spirit will be quenched and it will be grieved. Amen? All right. And it's our helper. How many of us will kick down our helper? How, how many of us would do that? Somebody, you need some help down in the basement, and uh, somebody say, hey, man, I'm coming to help, man, volunteer. I, you don't even have to pay me. I'll come down, and I'll help you fix up your basement. And he comes down there, and you're like, come on, man, get it right. What are you doing? You yelling at him, not feeding him. Hey, man, he hungry, making him work all hard, sweating, and, and you're yelling at him. How many of us would volunteer somebody just sitting there yelling at you? Huh? That would be discouraging, wouldn't it? Come on, get it right. What are you doing? Da, da, da. If somebody's helping you, like, man, whatever I need to do, let's work together. Let's make it happen. Amen? Amen. Amen. So, what some churches have done is confuse what is the power of the Holy Spirit. We need to get this straight. Some churches have done is confuse what is the power of the Holy Spirit. What are what we are increasingly seeing is bound up false Christians. They're bound up, they're chained up, saying they're saved, who think the Holy Spirit is about dancing around the floor and getting a fuzzy feeling inside. 
Now, I'm not saying it's okay if you want to dance. You can dance. That's fine. All right? If you want to shout, you can shout. Amen? Um, if you want to uh, uh, do a flip, do a flip. Amen? Amen. If you feel like you need to do that, just, just remember balance. Amen? <laughs> balance. Balance in everything. Mod Bible's moderation. Moderation in everything. Moderation. Amen? Um, so... Uh, it's not about sometimes we feel like the Holy Spirit is when somebody they, they don't have nobody have the Holy Spirit and nobody's dancing on the floor or nobody getting that fuzzy feeling inside or or we relate a good talent and say that's God and they are really anointed so we hear the organ player playing and and, and he's playing real good and we will say oh man that's God oh that's really anointed uh, he's really anointed and we might say that a uh, person singing a song and he's singing a song and we get that fuzzy feeling inside and we say oh man he's really anointed or we see to hear the word of God and we say oh man that's really anointed and so we have to be careful in that because just because the singer can sing and just because the organist can play doesn't truly mean that they're all anointed amen because uh, you can get Beyonce to come up here and, and <laughs> amen and you can get uh 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 what's some other singers out there I don't know them all I've been out the game for a long time amen uh, <laughs> well whoever all them singers you get a man they can sing a song and make you twist your feet a little bit make you nod your head amen and they sing really good but that does not mean that they are anointed that does not mean the power of God is with them because if God truly got on the organ we would all fall out we'd just be done amen couldn't hear no more god really touched the organ amen and <laughs> praise god and so it's not about the fuzzy feeling all the time amen it's not about the feelings and the emotions all the time uh um and so let's go to the next slide messages and stories in the bible are more so used to make us feel good stay comfortable or to give money all right Sometimes messages are directed towards making people feel good. Uh, messages sometimes are directed towards making people feel comfortable. We want you to feel comfortable. You can come in and do what you want to do. God still loves you. You don't have to change. Amen. 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 You don't have to change. You could just, once you in, you never out. Amen. Once you get in, once you get in, once you say you accept, you, 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 you in, you done, you in. And the Bible continually tells us that we can be cut off the vine. And continually says that we can be, 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 be taken off. Amen? And so, the thing is, 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 is that, and then, and then there are messages towards giving money. Amen? Planting your seed. And when you plant your seed, you get a blessing. And you get this and you get that. And, 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 so, and, so, and so, money is related to getting a material thing amen and we don't want to relate money into, and build messages on relating money to getting materialistic things all right um the blessing is we're already blessed we're god has already blessed us he already died on the cross amen now now that's not saying that when you give that 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 it won't come back to you yes god will god will bless you for your giving and your sacrifice and, and your sacrifice with not only your money but your sacrifice with time as well amen 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 Amen. And so, um, so instead of the message uh, should show us what changes need to happen in my life so I can show the power of the Holy Spirit through my actions and not just my emotions. 
Not just because I'm up here shouting and I look saved. Nope. It's through my actions you will see the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. See, what some churches are missing, what we're missing is the transforming power of the Holy Spirit and not just emotional. Amen? Then, uh, then they pass the misconception. And what happens is we pass this misconception down to our children, down the line, that the way you get the Holy Spirit is if you're dancing and you're crying and you're snotting all over the ground, that's, you got it. That's when you get it, that you got the Holy Spirit. No. Amen. We have to teach our children it's the transforming power. It's what the actions begin to happen and the change that happens in your life that show the working power of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me today? Amen. 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 So we don't want to lack the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Let's go to the next slide in 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter, chapter 9, verse 27, it says, But I discipline my body and bring it into what? least when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Amen. I don't want to be up here preaching and teaching and telling you all to seek Christ's face and, and telling you all what's right and wrong and, and, and I'm, I'm doing all this. I need to be disciplined in my body. I need to make sure I stay right because the enemy is on my back too. Amen. The enemy is trying to get me to fall short. The enemy is trying to get me to fall back. So I need to continually be fasting. I need to be continually praying and discipline our body, saints. Because the thing is, is that we all need to have the mindset of disciplining our body because as soon as you say you're saved and you accepted Christ in your life, there's a target on you. People are watching you. Are you committing fornication? Are you shacking up? Are you doing this? Amen? People are watching you. And so while people are watching you, they're seeing, are you disciplining your body? Are you bringing it under the subjection? Or are you still doing the things of the world? Is there a transforming power of the Holy Spirit working in your life? People need to see it. Amen? Or I myself should become disqualified. It is heart-wrenching when a mega preacher and you see all the chaos and they still defend themselves doing wrong they become disqualified of the transforming power of the holy spirit now i'm not saying that they can ask for forgiveness and say lord god and be sincerely sorry and actually change that change means you stop doing what you're doing amen and say i gotta make a difference if you're struggling with it keep trying to change don't just give up amen people try to give up and justify you can't do that Amen. All right, let's go to the next slide. When we get, when we get it in, everybody knows when I talk about when I say get it in, right? Wake up, serve, repeat. When I, when I say get it in is, is what we did throughout the week as far as devoting our time to God. As far as spending a half an hour to an hour of, uh, of, of try to daily, a daily process of spending that time with God, of shutting things down, getting it in, getting it into with Jesus, spending that time with Christ. When we do this, when we get it in, the Holy Spirit will cause us to love, magnify, and glorify Jesus Christ and God our Father more than before. So what the Holy Spirit is doing, when we get it in and begin to sacrifice our time with God, the Holy Spirit will begin to work, all right? The Holy Spirit will cause us to love, magnify, and glorify Jesus Christ. It will help us do that, amen? 
The Holy Spirit will help us do that. In John 16, verse 13 and 14, it says, However, when He, talking about the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth has come, He will guide you into all truth. For He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak. So that means, when you accept Christ in your life and you allow the Holy Spirit to work in your life, and you're asking the Holy Spirit to, to magnify your love for Jesus. I want to love you more, God. I want to magnify you more. I want to glorify you more. What is happening is that the Holy Spirit begins to hear from Christ. And he begins to transfer that power. And he begins to transfer what God is saying, what God is doing in our life. He is, the Holy Spirit is that, that's our connection, saints. Amen? And he will tell you things to come. And so the, through the Holy Spirit, he will tell you things to come. All right? As you magnify Jesus Christ and as you lift them up, the Holy Spirit will begin to tell you things. It begin to bring you things. It begin to tell you what God's saying. You begin to understand his will and his way, all right? And not your own way. He will glorify me for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. So what God is saying, what Jesus is saying, he will take what is mine, what I have, and he will declare it to you. I'm going to tell you what you can need to do. I'm going to tell you how you're going to make it through this situation. I'm going to show you that you're more than a conqueror. I'm going to help you and push you through your situations and your struggles and your trials and tribulation. Amen? But we can't become disqualified. Or we can't hear him. Amen? The Holy Spirit won't be able to feed us like we need to be fed because we're continually doing what we want to do. In Romans chapter 5, verse 5, it says, Now hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the who? Holy Spirit, who, has given, who was given to us. The love of Christ should grow in our hearts, saints. When the whole, once you accept Christ in our, heart, in our life, the Holy Spirit will begin to grow love and it begin to grow in our hearts uh, uh, a desire to want him more. So how do you know the Holy Spirit is working in you? There will be a love in you to love him unconditionally. There'll be a love inside of you that says, God, I, I, I love you with all my heart. I want to do what I need to do to change my life. I want to glorify you by the way I walk, the way I talk, and the way I live my life. I want to lift you up, God. And so how do you know the Holy Spirit is working, uh, working inside of you? It's because now your thoughts are renewed. They're changed because now you want to glorify God and not just glorify this flesh. Amen? Because you don't want to disappoint Jesus. I don't want to disappoint you, Lord. I want to do your will because I, I love you with all of my heart. Amen? Amen. Isn't God good? Let's go to the next slide. What thoughts or lifestyle could hinder the Holy Spirit into leading us to glorifying Jesus? All right? Prayer is all about me and not the will of God. When you begin to pray, pray and, and it's all about Lord Jesus, please help me and get this i want i need this we just rubbing jesus like a genie just rubbing him just jesus jesus make it happen lord god make it happen jesus and you just keep rubbing him like he a genie you you're not really showing the love amen I, how many of us like to be used i, I my it's, it's tough man when your, your children they act they ask you for this they ask you for that they ask, how would you like if your children keep asking you for stuff and they all the time they come to you is when they when they want something huh the only time they come knocking at your door is when they want something. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, 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 you need them or, 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 or uh, they don't say I love you. They don't, they, don't, they don't say thank you. Amen. How does that feel? That hurts. 
And so our prayer has to be like, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I, I, I worship you. I want my prayer to be your will, amen, and not my own will, all right? And so we don't want the, the selfish prayer, all right? And our worship and adoration is more towards a person and putting things before Christ. And so what, what hinders the Holy Spirit as far as love and glorifying him is that our love, we begin to love and glorify and adore a person or things rather than Christ, amen? And so we begin to uplift a man who is preaching or we uplift the organist who is playing and we uplift everyone else and we don't truly love Christ, but we love the emotions. We love what's happening, amen? But we truly don't love Jesus Christ and giving him all of our heart. And so our adoration and our worship is not towards him, but it's towards man. That's a bad, bad, bad thing to get in, amen? You don't want your worship to be towards man. It needs to be to Jesus Christ. All right? Holy Spirit was feeding us. And we don't want man's feeding. We want Christ, the Holy Spirit, to feed us. Amen? All right, let's go to the next slide. The Holy Spirit will increase. Now, this is another thing the Holy Spirit would do, and you should recognize this within the Holy Spirit. You should, know, uh, um, um, you should recognize that the Holy Spirit will increase our consciousness. All right? The transforming power of the Holy Spirit will increase our consciousness of him leading us to a greater awareness and presence of Christ in our daily lives. So your awareness and your consciousness will be more aware. You'll be more aware that Jesus is right here with me. Jesus is, is around me. Jesus is with me wherever I go. So let's go to the next slide. In John chapter 14 and 23, it says, Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Jesus. You'll know that the Holy Spirit is, is, is working in you because you have a, a awareness of where he is, of, of, of where he is around you. Jesus will make a home in us. This keeps our mind aware that Jesus is here. He is with me all around me, and I am protected by him. Now, you remember when you were younger, amen, and your parents were at home, you act good, amen? You, man, you made sure, boy, uh, mommy, you need anything, and you, you, you showed yourself a nice, nice, pretty little kid and that you did no wrong, but as soon as your parents walk out of the door as soon as as soon as you got to school you changing your makeup and you changing your clothes and you putting on the high heels and, <laughs> and you're changing up amen and so as soon as the parents out of the way as soon as they're not home you put something else in place all right as soon as the parents not home you maybe some of us know that we done called a party amen all my parents ain't gonna be home today the house has free range, free range. Bring all the alcohol, bring all the stuff in the house. Bring, bring all the women, all the guys, amen, and bring them over to the house. Why? Because the parents are not home, amen. But when the parents are around, we act a little different, amen. And if the parents could see like God could see, oh, man, just if you could... Just imagine if we went to school and just mom's eyes was just blazing on our face and dad's eyes. We just, every time we looked up, we just, oh, there go mama. He, she watching me again. Oh, man. There go daddy. He watching me. Boy, we'd be good every day. Amen. We would have been good every day because mama's eyes and, mom, and daddy's eyes, they watching us. 
But that's how we got to understand of the awareness of the power of the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit will make us aware that, man, Jesus, you're standing right here and you're watching me. Amen? When we get dull to the Holy Spirit, we get dull to the fact that Jesus is watching me. Amen? That Jesus, I made a, he made a home inside of me. And so why am I slipping and dipping? I need to be looking up and say, Jesus, I know you are. Lord, forgive me. I shouldn't be doing that. Amen? Because Jesus has made a home and he's trying to live in me. Why am I replacing Jesus and with something else in my home? Why am I placing the junkyard dog in my home? Y'all remember the junkyard dog? <laughs> junkyard dog in wrestling? just dirty oh just junkyard amen we replace jesus we don't keep the awareness that he's there watching us and if we continue to sin we're going to place somebody else in that home and we're replacing him with a junkyard dog and then we start dulling our mind starts dulling and we don't care what we do anymore we don't care what we do anymore because the junkyard dog is in there and we're not aware that Jesus is watching us. And when he's watching us, he's hurting. Can you imagine if our parents could see the things that we've done? How hurt they would be. Man. Cussing, fighting, doing things. They thinking that we're angels. And then all of a sudden they find out. You ever disappointed your parents before? to the point where it, it, it wasn't even a whooping. It was just like, I'm just disappointed. Sometimes that's the worst. Just like, just disappointed. Amen. Amen. And so that's what happens is, is the Holy Spirit, uh, 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 um, we quench the Holy Spirit and we quench the awareness that God is watching us. See, the Holy Spirit works off See, when the, when the Holy Spirit, when we make a, uh, the Holy Spirit is in our home and he makes a home inside of us, the Holy Spirit works off your cry for the Father. As you desire to be around him, there's a cry and an urge inside of you and say, Lord, I want you to make a home inside of me. I want to be aware of my surroundings. I want to be aware and know that your presence is with me wherever I am. I want, and so your cry is, I'm crying for my Father. I'm not trying to slip and dip and try to get away from my father so I can party. But no, the Holy Spirit knows my cry. Lord, I want you more. And so when the Holy Spirit knows that you want God more, the Holy Spirit is your helpmate. And so while you're crying out to the Father, the Holy Spirit is reaching out and saying, I'm going to help you, brother. I'm going to help you reach your Father. And so in Romans chapter 8, verse 15, I think that's the next slide. Let's try it. No, just leave it right there. In Romans 8, in chapter, verse 15, it says, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Father, Abba, our Father. And so when we had that awareness that Daddy's home, we don't have the fear that we used to have. If you look back when you was a, a kid or, or maybe your mom and daddy, and, and that's why it's so important for the family to be together and the father to be in the home so children can experience the fact that when daddy's home, I'm protected. When daddy's home, things are, are, are going to go smooth. When daddy's home, uh, I, I don't have to worry about nothing. 
Our children are missing the daddy being home. And so they can't cry out, Abba, our father, when stuff hit the fan. They can't cry, Abba, our father, when things go wrong and when they're being taught what the world is trying to teach them. They can't cry out, Abba, our father, and saying, teach me, show me how to be a man. But when daddy's home, you don't have to be bound to the fleshly desires. You can be free as you seek him. You can call him sooner. And so when he's home and when God is sitting there and you want him and you're crying out to him, God is saying, I'm right here. The Holy Spirit is making that connection. So you cry out, Abba, my father. And that you feel that peace begin to resonate over your body. You begin to feel his love and his understanding help you get through your issues and your trials and tribulations. Because you have a desire to call out, Abba, my father. What thoughts or lifestyle could hinder the consciousness of his awareness? Self-reliance. I can do it on my own. Now I don't need to seek him as much. We have other stuff making a home in us. I don't need Jesus as much. I got my car. I got my house. I got this. I got that. I don't need to pray to him every day like I used to. I don't need to, I need, I don't need to do the, the same things that I used to. Amen. I don't have to. I don't have, I'm self-reliant now. I don't have to do those things. And when you, when you become self-reliant, the Holy Spirit is quenched and you won't feel the power and the presence of his awareness like you used to and you're wondering why how come I don't feel his awareness how come I don't feel his presence like I used to because you have become self-reliant you haven't been seeking him and you feel alone sometimes but when you seek Jesus your Holy Spirit will help you and God says I will make a home inside of you so depression has to leave worry has to leave it can't stay there because Jesus and his father wants to make a home inside of you. Let's go to the uh, uh, next slide. Appreciation of the scripture, all right? The Holy Spirit will give us appreciation of the scripture. As you take action and desire the word of, of God, the Holy Spirit will cause a greater love for an appreciation of the scripture. Sometimes, saints, we can do this thing Monday and we can read the scripture. Da, 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 read, uh, fall asleep <laughs> the Lord said help me in the midst be drooling all over your Bible Bible got spit all over it <laughs> sleeping we don't have an appreciation of the scriptures like we used to amen and let's go to the next slide in 2 Timothy 3 and 16 it says all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. All right, all scripture, and so, and so the enemy. I don't know if it's you, or I don't know if it's just me, but every time it seemed like I try to sit down and read, it seemed like all of a sudden sleepiness just, a, just a, it seemed like it crawls, and it just covers my eyelids, and, and it tries to push my eyes down, <laughs> and try to get me to sleep. Every time I'm in the scripture. Why? Because the enemy knows if you continue to read your word and you have an appreciation of the scriptures, you will find out that it has the power to, to, uh, to give you your belief. It will strengthen your belief. It will reprove. It will give you correction and instructions on how to live right. So your word is not 
you can't just get the word on Sunday morning and think that you're going to get all the correction you need. You need to get in your word every day of the week so God can give you doctrine so he can reproof you, give you correction and instructions on what to do to live right every day of your life. And when you do that, the Holy Spirit is able to help you and work with you to give you an understanding of the scripture. And when we don't do this, we'll accept anything. We'll accept anything. Preacher, like I said last Sunday, the preacher script, switched all the scriptures around and, and say there were, uh, it was Adam and Adam and uh, <laughs> there was no Eve. It was really no Eve. And, man, they'll, they'll twist it up. Amen. And so we have to know the word for ourselves and the Holy Spirit will help us if we have an appreciation of the scriptures. So what I've done, if I start feeling tired a week, I'll go give me a cup of coffee. Amen. I'll get a coffee for anything else. Let me get a coffee before I read my word so I can be alert. Amen. Let me, let me stand and walk when I read if I have to. Amen. Start becoming creative so you don't be... That's an appreciation. When you appreciate something, you do extra and you go extra miles to make sure you're showing my appreciation. Lord, I'm thankful that you've given me the word of God and I'm going to show my appreciation by standing up, by walking and studying it, keeping myself awake so I can get an understanding of the word of God. I'm going to show my appreciation by not just getting an understanding but living the word of God by showing the power the transforming power of the Holy Spirit in my life how many know that the scriptures has kept us out of some stuff amen oh my goodness how many even know that the if, if I didn't have reproof or doctrine or, or, or correction oh my goodness I would have been in some mess I would have been in some stuff when the enemy tried to get me to say some things I should have not said when the enemy tried to get me to do some things that I should not have done. My helper reminded me that that God's word is within me. The Bible, the Holy Spirit reminded me who I am. And so when people, and, and so when things happen in my life and, and try to get me to say things and situations come and I begin to say something negative, here comes the Holy Spirit, my helpmate, reminding me who I am. You're a child of the Most High. That's not, that's not what you're about. Jesus loves you and he cares for you. So-and-so said this about me. What does God say about you? I love you. I care for you. You're more than a conqueror. I will never leave you nor forsake you. But so-and-so said this. I'm here. I'm with you. I will give you peace. I will help you through your storms. Amen? So that's why it's important to get into the Word of God and, and, and allow the Holy Spirit and appreciate the Word of God so when those hard times come, when those hard times come, when you don't have a Bible with you at those times, the Holy Spirit will remind you who you are. Will remind you who you are. I thank the Lord that it helped me through some stuff. Because you know if you would have said it, you would have lost your job. <laughs> amen you know if you said it you and your wife would have been amen <laughs> you know you would have said it Lord I thank you I didn't say that to my wife thank you God I didn't say that to my husband thank you God I didn't say that to my boss thank you God I didn't say that to my parents amen thank you God I didn't go and get that drink thank you God I didn't go and dope up thank you God I didn't go in and fill myself with depression Thank you, God. 
you, Jesus. Appreciate the scriptures and the Holy Spirit will help you through those times of need of correction, of instruction, of reproof. Amen? Let's go to the next slide. What thoughts or lifestyle could hinder our belief, reproof, and correction? Other things have become more important than the word of God. This will hinder us in our appreciation of the scriptures. This will cause us to lose pre our appreciation of the scripture when other things become important. When we start pushing the word aside, some of us got dust on our Bibles. <laughs> Amen. Pages stuck together. Amen. <laughs> we need to appreciate the word of God. Other things become important. Amen. Other things that become important when the word of God, this will cause us to lose our appreciation of the scriptures. I love to read. I, 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 and, then, and then we go back. Oh, like I said before, I remember when I first got saved. I remember when I first got saved. I remember when I first got saved. I was in the word of God. Amen. We all remember. We all go back. Man, when we first got saved, you was reading and you was reading. You was deep in your word. You was always having that Bible. You carried that Bible everywhere you went. You was reading. You was reading and driving. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Up, up. Thank you, Lord. Help me. <laughs> Just you had that Bible everywhere you went. You was reading all the time. Get back your appreciation of the scriptures. And allow the Holy Spirit to correct and use you so, the, so people can see the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Let's go to the next slide. We're almost through. The Holy Spirit will depend, depend, deepen. I'm sorry. <laughs> what am I reading? The Holy Spirit will deepen our love and concern for other followers in Christ Jesus. Yeah, the Holy Spirit will do that. So if you don't have... If you don't, look, listen, if you don't have a, 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 a deep love and concern for others and the followers in Christ Jesus, something's wrong. The Holy Spirit ain't moving. The Holy Spirit can't move if you don't have a, a compassion and a concern for other people. Amen? How can the Holy Spirit move through that? In Acts 2 and uh, 46 and 47, so, it says, So continuing daily though, with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the, and the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. You know why the, the Lord added daily to the church? Because he saw the love there. He saw the love of the church. He, saw, he didn't see no discord. He saw people eating together. He saw them laughing and talking together. He saw them fellowshipping together. He saw them doing all those things together. And he saw them. When Jesus sees, he can entrust us with the loss through our fellowship together here. The Lord will add to the church people who are looking for truth to be set free and not looking for itching ears. I'm not looking for people with itching ears. I'm not looking for people that's looking for emotional service. I'm looking for people who are looking for truth. There are people out there who are hurting and they want truth. They don't want just emotions. They need to hear the truth and the love of God. They need to feel the love of God through the transforming power that's in our life. They need to feel the love of God through our walk, through our lifestyle, through how we change. They need to hear the testimony of how God totally changed our life. Not to just see us dancing and shouting, but they need to see something different. They need to see the transforming power 
of the Holy Spirit. So when they see, when God sees us fellowship, and when God sees us eating together, and when God sees us laughing and talking together, God will show us, and he will add to the church. Let's go to the last slide. What thoughts or lifestyle could hinder our fellowship? Keeping rocks in our jaws? Don't say nothing at all. Just come to church, just, just mad all the time. What you mad for? Just coming to church, rocks in their jaws, having nothing to say, uh, nothing nice to say, holding on to hate and attitudes, just holding on to stuff. Someone so said this to me. I'm mm, mad for a whole year. Holding on two years, just holding on. Just, mm. God, how God gonna add to the church? Because soon as God adds to the church, it seems like uh, uh, there's a magnet. You mag they magnetize right to the wrong folk. To the folk that's mad and got rocks in their jaws. You don't want to mess with someone. So she did this to me. She said this to me. And she had an attitude. <laughs> he did this. <laughs> Amen. The, the, it's, it's something when new people come in, it seems like they gravitate to the one. Saints, that's got to change. We can't keep rocks. In, that's not the Holy Spirit. When we keep rocks in our jaws, having nothing nice to say to one another, holding on to hate and attitudes. Amen. Holding on to past hurts. We can't hold on to that stuff. We got to let it go and allow the Holy Spirit to come for us to come together and fellowship. I want to help my brother who is hurting. I want to help my sister who is hurting. Help each other and lift each other up and encourage one another. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. That's how you know the Holy Spirit is working in your life. When you have fellowship with one another. When you have an appreciation of the scriptures. When you know that, that the Lord has been, uh, 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 has given you the transforming power of increasing his consciousness and awareness, you, you want more of his presence. Amen? When you have a desire to love him and magnify him and glorify him, that is the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, there, there are more things we're going to add to this next week, Sunday, but we need to understand of if those things are not operating, we need to pray. Because we say we're sanctified and holified and all this fied. Amen? <laughs> and we don't have no love for God. And no mag we don't magnify him like we need to through the week. Only magnify him on Sunday. Amen? We, 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 we don't have no appreciation of the scripture. We don't read the word like we used to. We have, uh, we have, we have no awareness of his presence. You know what I'm saying? Seeing us. God, you're right there. I want to please you. Amen. A desire to please God every day of our life. We don't have no desire to fellowship with one another. When you don't see those things operating, the Holy Spirit is not working. It's not. Because those are the workings of the Holy Spirit. Not just a feeling. Not just emotion. But your actions. Let us stand.